We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Overall, can you tell, can you sum up for us what those guys mean to you? Uh, they mean a lot to me. You know, that relationship that I built with them, the four years that they were here, uh, RJ, five, four and a half years or whatever it was, um, is really special, you know, and that's something I'll take with me forever. Um, those guys mean a lot to me and I want the best for them. Uh, New York should be extremely proud of them. They raised them. Um, seriously, seriously, they raised them. Um, you know, they were brought up here, and now they're going to take off, and they're going to flourish for many more years, so I'm proud of them. Thanks, Julius. Jesse M., I better see the Woj tweet at 12.01 a.m. the second Jalen is eligible for an extension. Blank check. That That's that's done. That's that's done. That's He's a... There's no, there's no negotiate. What's oh my god? What's the movie line? Oh my god, Michael Clayton. Do I look like I'm negotiating? No. Jalen Brunson's not gonna have to negotiate. Just hand him the check. That's how that's gonna go. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, oh my goodness. I didn't know. I I hoped. I didn't know. I wasn't sure. I had hope though. I don't even know what he said yet. Maybe he's going to piss me off. It's good to have you back, Robert. Robert Cross. Robert W. Cross. Excuse me. First time, long time. It's your boy, John. I miss you, my friend. What do you want the Knicks to do with the deadline? Look at that. A measured comment from Robert Cross. I'm not sure I'm prepared for... for is the new Robert going to be like just measured com comments? I don't know if... Is that... Do we want that? Is that what we want in our lives? Like the Knicks after the trade. Maybe they're better, but y- y- we lost something special. Um, I want them to get a a a, a, a playmaker, a backup point guard, or maybe not necessarily a backup point guard, but just a guy that can can create an advantage. That's it. Just get a, get a guy that can create an advantage. And um, in a perfect world, he can, that whoever that player is will be able to play I don't know. Five minutes a half next to Jalen Brunson. Um, because here's here's the problem, and this is really the conundrum the Knicks have. The Knicks right now, not that DiVincenzo like is he's earned minimum like half of half of every game at the two guard. Tibbs does continue to like 
to go to this Josh Hart at the two lineup. Yes, the spacing is rough, but there is something I, I there's something about that that I like. Um <clears throat> I don't want to abandon it completely, and I don't think they should abandon it completely. And I don't think they will abandon it completely. So you're gonna get some hard at the two minutes for sure. So like the guy that they get is gonna have to be able to play alongside Jalen Bronson and why are you making the trade? You're not making it for your fucking health. You're making it because you're trying to get to certainly the second round of the playoffs and mess around, maybe get a good matchup, the right matchup. Maybe even go, go further than that. When you get into those sorts of playoff series, the conversations about the, 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 the amount of time that you could have multiple guys on the floor at the same time that the very best teams in the league can take advantage of, you know, uh, it gets, it gets dicier. So like, just to throw a name out there, Jordan Clarkson, right? His name, his name has been reported. I think Michael Scott reported it. I think Mark Stein reported that the Knicks are, are looking at, at Clarkson. Like how many minutes in a playoff game against the Bucks, or how many minutes against a, in a playoff game against the Celtics? Can you get away with playing those two guys on the floor at the same time? Um, can you can you get away with ten minutes? Twelve? I I don't know. Um, so that's going to be the thing, really, for me is is can you get a guy that you could really put out there with Brunson for, and 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 it's not just like, oh, we can we can get away with this amount of time. It's like no, that player is going to have a the sort of offensive game, which is going to complement Jalen Brunson and make Jalen Brunson better. And Jalen Brunson will make whoever that player is better. You know, I, is that, is that Brogdon? Is that Clarkson is, you know, those are two names that I'm really keyed in on. I, I think those are two really good names. I think those two names make a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. Um, and maybe they need a backup five. We'll see what the news is on Hardenstein. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate you. It's good to have you back, man. TJ2K, not going to lie, I cried at nine and five's entrance. Hashtag once a Nick, always a Nick. I, I think that a lot of people did. I think a lot of people did. Everybody processed tonight in their own way. I, you know, I don't have that level of emotional maturity because to me, that that's just nothing but happiness for those guys, which is what it should be. So kudos to you. I'm, I'm far too, uh, I don't know what the word is. So something I, I I'm, I'm that inside. No, it's not that inside. It's the opposite. Uh, insecure. It's insecure because it's insecurity that you are worried that I made this analogy in a, in the Substack uh, um, chat before the game, why are you upset when you're going to see your ex for the first time? Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be something, you're going to see a moment, you're going to see them be happy with their new person that they're with that's going to make you think in the back of your mind, no matter how happy you are with, with the person you're with now, oh shit, man, look what I'm missing out on. Look what I could have had. Look what maybe could have been. And I think it, it takes an immense amount of emotional maturity to get past that, especially so soon. Um, after the trade. Now, maybe I'm making this way too complicated and way too deep, but like, 
I've had to confront a lot of these things, especially looking back on my initial my initial emotions and reactions after the trade. But I think that had to do a lot more with how like like social media bullshit um, than the players themselves. Anyway, so yeah, Hold that's on. my answer. What I, are you doing? I, I have something for you. Hold no, on, you I think it'll help. I think that's how you spell that. Yeah, here you go. That's great. Listen. I'm out there. I'm an open book. I, I will. I, I process these things as I, as best I can. I when I have time for therapy, you'll, you'll be the first person to know. I'll tell you that. I'm sure. <laughs> I might drive you there. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. I'm taking tonight off. I have a therapy. Session. Oh my gosh, she's getting therapy, guys. It's working. We finally bullied him into it. There it is. As long as it doesn't require an intervention, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Stevens Guillaume, uh, Precious is true. A revenge game. Drop the Jeremy vid. Man, uh, the again talk about things that you had had on your bingo card. Emmanuel quickly be of the all the players that were involved in the trade. How about IQ being the fourth leading scorer of the of those mm. of those five? Yeah, as Benji said tonight, uh, who knew the Knicks got the three best players in the trade? I didn't get that because it implies that Flynn. He sent that when Evil Dante hit the three. Oh, uh, when he hit the three. Time. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. And to Stevens Bugiame's request, hold on a second, everybody. Hold on, hold on. I don't on, even know what on. video he's talking about. You really oh, the, the, no dancing, the dancing, there the dancing. There we yeah. go. He's caught up, everybody. Hold on. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. So we can both watch it together. By the way, um, advanced stats check. The Knicks are up to seventh in net rating. More importantly than that, I'll pull it up right now. Where are they in defense? Well, no, actually, it's where are they in offense? Because finally, the, the uh, oh. shockingly, the tables have turned and their defense passed their offense as after the most recent game. And they were top 10 in defense. They're up to seventh in defense. They are up to ninth in offense as of this very moment. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's a big fucking deal because we are 42 games into a basketball season and your New York Knicks are top 10 in offense and top 10 in defense. Joining, here are the other teams that are top 10 in offense and defense. You ready? The New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not that impressive. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Boston Celtics. So Boston, OKC, Philly, all contenders. And then the Pelicans, um, are a very interesting team. Very up and down team. You know what we have to do to celebrate this occasion, John? So, is that, (laughs) is that his date? Yes. Oh. Okay. It's a nice job. You can, you can ask him. More information, not on the live stream with the thousand people watching, but yes, from what I can tell, that was something he brought to the game. That's good. Good job by you, Jeremy. Good job by you, indeed. Good good job by you. (laughs) You're welcome, Stevens. We got it to play. Next up on the. By the way, the Packers are winning. If you care about that, I, I just put it on. How yeah. about me watching football? Really? Look at you! Oh, because wow. I don't think there's. Is there a competitive basketball game on right now? I didn't think there. Oh wait, no, the Jazz and the Rockets are competitive. I think. 
Yeah, I got ridiculed for watching the Knicks tonight. It's not like it's my job or anything because it's play of football on. Um. Well, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll keep this on. Okay. There you go. Uh, thanks, Stevens. Next up, uh, Sam L. What's going on, Sam? How are you? Um. Oh wow, Rockets Jazz in overtime. Uh, emotional game. Yes. Really feel the team is headed in the right direction after a performance like this. The right move or no move could land us in the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think it's no move, Sam. I don't think it's no move. What I will tell you is this, and we don't know how the playoff matchups are gonna are gonna shake out. Um, it's so this is gonna be this is gonna be tough because Boston's gonna be the number one seed, and I, I, I just I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone in the East is beating Boston without an injury. Now, that said, the longer you go into the playoffs, the better chance there is, in theory, of teams suffering an injury um, with how competitive and, and tough and, and tight these games are. If the Knicks are in the 4-5, then you're playing Boston in the second round and I just I I cannot tell you how how highly I think of Boston for as much as they do have very legitimate crunch time issues and and those came to a head against Denver in the, in what was an exceptional ball game last night. Um, but the flip side of the coin is like, all right, if the Knicks can't get up to third, which I mean that would be great, but let's assume that they're not going to be able to catch Philly, which I'm I don't think they will. Uh, well then it's like all right, well if you if you the only way to avoid Boston until the conference finals would be to fall down to sixth. And then you're playing Philly in the first round. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh shit. Well, maybe we're not making it out of the first round if we play Philly. Cause like, again, could we beat Philly in a seven game? Sure. Sure. I think it's possible. I don't, I mean, the Knicks wouldn't be favored. I don't think they should be favored, but I think that'd be a fun series. Um, where I was trying to get to, and I think I've taken quite a circuitous route to get there is this Bucks team, man, I, I watched a decent amount of that game earlier tonight uh, when they had to go to the final minute to beat a Pistons team without Kate Cunningham, whose best player was probably Alec Burks tonight. Like that Bucks team, some something's off with that team. So like the, the notion that the, the the East is is insurmountable, that it's this gauntlet, I, I don't. I don't believe that. I, I think it's just Boston, and I think there's a drop-off. All that being said, could like I could rattle off five or six teams that the Knicks could lose to in a seven-game series. That's what makes the East so interesting this year. You know, like especially now after the Siakam trade with Indiana. I don't think he's going to fix their defense, but I think he'll make them better. Uh, the Cavs, man, what the Cavs have been doing that says so much about them. And what they've built and their culture and the whole thing. I, I again, I'd still pick us against the Cavs, but like they're a really good team. Um, and I haven't even mentioned Miami. So like this is a, a super competitive East. I think for all of these teams, other than Boston, you could tell me that they could lose in the first round, and that includes Milwaukee and Philly. You could tell me they would lose in the first round. You could tell me they're in a game seven in the Boston Garden in the Eastern Conference Finals. You could, you could, and, and the Knicks are, I think, part of that club. So. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> Hush Zoo, what's going on, Hush? How you doing? Brunson is not a star. He's a superstar, all caps. Playoff monster, very clutch, all-NBA caliber. What other boxes does he need to check off? He really is a 1A. I mean, the biggest box is the defense, but there's a lot of stars that don't defend. I think the difference between other stars that don't defend and Brunson is 
you know, if you're talking about uh, a, a Luca or you're talking about a Halliburton, um, you know, I'm trying to think of other guys who who deserve to end up on an on an MVP ballot this year. I'm sure there's another one or two that I'm forgetting. Curry. Curry's the closest in terms of like, I was going to say Luca Halliburton, like they, they have some size, like Luca really has a lot of size. So if like he tries, that's all it is with Luca. He just needs to try Halliburton to a lesser extent, but also true. Like he just needs to try. He's long. He's got a, he's got a long frame. Like he could, he could do some things. He should not be able to be bullied as much as he gets bullied. Um, Steph's the closest comp, but Steph's other offense has been so otherworldly. I mean, he's, you know, he's one of the five greatest offensive players of all time, probably at his at his prime. Um, you know, Brunson is not that, which is not an insult to Brunson, but like Brunson, because of his size, could get picked on more than any of those guys. So it's like, how much do you need to do to overcome that? Uh, obviously, you need to try your ass off on defense, which he does. And he's improved this year on the defensive end, even if it's been some peaks and valleys. And you need to be unguardable on the offensive end. And like, is he unguardable? I think he's pretty damn close with the three pointer that he has now. The only thing that still bothers him is when you go when he goes against a team with a ton of length. When he goes against a team with a ton of length, with a with with a with a really really tip top defense, I think that could still bother him it could still bother him but like how many players in the nba are like you know it doesn't matter what defense they play they're going to be able to produce their same results regardless are are there how many of those are there three of those guys four of those guys five of those guys i mean it's like durant Doncic, you know Jokic. but even there are certain centers that give Jokic tough time you know so it's 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 a short list, you know, Steph, but although Steph's kind of you know, a little up and down for him this year. Um he's a superstar. He's a superstar. That's all there is to it. Jason M told you at halftime, it's simple. We got Brunson. They don't. You you called it, Jay. You've been good this year, Jason. You've called a lot of them. You've been good. Thank you as always, man. Halftimes would not be the same without you. Sam L with another one. Can you imagine? Can you freaking imagine adding Alec Burks to this group of dogs? Those dogs will, will, will motherfucking hunt. We want Burks. We want Burks. I mean, look, I love Alec Burks. Is he what this team needs? Man. I mean, what are the boxes that I said before? Can play alongside Jalen Brunson? You think Alec Burks can play alongside Jalen Brunson? You think Alec Burks can play alongside Julius Randle? Can Alec Burks run your backup point guard? Essentially, can he get you into? Can he can he execute a pick and roll? Um, he would help them. He would help them. Uh, his contract would not help them because he is an expiring contract, and I, you know, Jeremy's been all over this for weeks. Longer than weeks. He's been all, all over this for since the summer. Um, you know, th- that said, they have a great relationship with Alec Burks. Not, I don't want to get into down a, a cap rabbit hole right now, but like maybe part of acquiring Burks is he agrees that I will I will participate in any sign and trade you want to 
you want to do. Now, implicit in that is that the team acquiring him in the sign and trade has to be willing to accept whatever the contract is, which would probably mean that he's going to sign for whatever the number is. Uh, it can't be more than uh, 20% raise off his current number because then you're dealing with base year compensation issues and you don't want to get into that. Uh, but let's say it's a, it's a three year, you know, $36 million deal where the second and third years are non-guaranteed or have very small guarantees. Would he kind of preemptively agree to that? before getting traded to the Knicks that like, yes, I will make your life easier if you need to put me in a package for whoever this summer. But even then you're talking about it's 12, $13 million, which is not, that's the start of a package. It's, it's not enough to get there. There's a lot of issues with, with, with the contract stuff. So, but I don't want to get into that too much right now. Thanks, Sam. Hajju. Uh, I see why RJ is thriving in that offense. Good fit. It's a great fit. It's a really great fit. They move, they move, in transition, they move in the half court. Um, it's it's the opposite of our offense, honestly. Like we, you know, everything that the Knicks do is out of isolation. Um, that is not what the Raptors are doing, and it's a better fit for RJ. But I still, I still have questions. I still have 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 questions. Just again, because, and it all comes down to the shooting. It all comes down to the shooting. Thanks, Hush. And for what it's worth, I know they he guarded Brunson tonight, and that maybe was not the wisest decision. I thought he defended okay tonight for my two cents. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With basketball season fully underway, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. This is a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, take Jalen Brunson over in points or Julius Randle over in rebounds and combine it with two NFL picks like Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards or Zach Wilson over in interceptions. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to 
big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Alex, love the tribute video for RJ and Quick and the reception they received. Tonight really showed how special OG is on defense and what an effort from Precious. Ticked all the boxes there. Totally. I loved for as great as the tribute video was, and you you knew they were I I mean, I would have been shocked if they didn't give him a tribute video. What I thought was really cool was the um the how they introduced them in the starting lineup. To to introduce them like they would have been introduced when they were next. Uh that was really cool. Hush with another one. Forever grateful for RJ and IQ. Love them. Once a Nick, always a Nick. Yeah, they're going to be the 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 most the best, maybe not the best part, but like one of the really cool things that would come out of the Knicks reaching that next level and OG and OB being part of them reaching that next level. Um, it, it would be us as Nick fans like truly being able to fully enjoy everything quickly and RJ do on the positive end for the rest of their careers. Now, some people will, again, who are more emotionally mature than me, will be able to do that already. And, and God bless if you could do that. But, you know, um, I, I speaking for myself, like if this thing goes awry in New York and quickly and RJ, like continue to bust out and get even better in Toronto, like I'm, there's definitely gonna be a part of me that's like, man, that's, this kind of sucks. And I won't be able to be wholeheartedly happy for them. So, but forever grateful? Yes, forever grateful. Absolutely. Jessica, what's going on, Jess? How are you? Wham! That was lovely. Nice blowout to welcome the boys back home. Nice Julius Randle triple-double. Almost a quadruple-double. <laughs> Another amazing Brunson game. OG was great. Hart did hard things. Great second half. Precious wasn't bad. Let's go, Knicks. Precious was more than just not bad. The 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 conversation with Precious, it's a, it's both ends of the floor. And you saw it more in the fourth quarter. Like, you just, you have to switch with that guy. Maybe not you have to, but like, it's he's so much better in a switching defense. That's how you use him. That's his, that's his benefit, is he could be a switch five. And not, he's not going to hang with everybody, obviously, but it's going to, but the problem is like, so if you if you revert to a switching defense with him on the floor, everybody else on the floor needs to kind of do something that they're not really used to doing. And we see the Knicks already occasionally botch switches when they do switch. So it'll be really interesting to see. I mean, if like how big a role he plays moving forward, how long that lasts. Um and what they do on defense on offense is just it's it's a it's a commitment to putting him in spots where he could be successful. Uh, you know, I, I, that's probably an oversimplification, but like he could clearly do stuff. 
uh, on the offensive end and he has skills and let's see if they can exploit those skills. Thanks, Jess. Appreciate you as always. Juanon! Very generous, Juanon. Thank you. This is the most cohesive I've seen Jalen and Julius. I combined them. I said Jalius? Jalen and Julius look together. They both had great games together before, but this is the first time I can remember them make each other have a great game. More of this. That's how we win. You have a lot of great observations, Juanon. I don't give you enough credit. Um, I think... uh, DJ especially, but Benji too also have been all over how Brunson's improved shooting. Um, how Randall has utilized that to the Knicks' advantage by and Brunson with uh, his constant relocations behind the three point arc to open up like passing lanes for for Julius, uh, and the fact that now like when Brunson gets that when Julius you know, does what he's doing, backs whoever he's backing down. If Brunson's the only guy there on the strong side, he like, it's an instant putting him, putting it up. There's no hesitation. He's firing away from three as he should, because he's become one of the best three point shooters in the league. So, and then as far as Jalen making Julius better, I just think the attention that he draws and the fact that and but that's on Julius, that's incumbent on Julius, just like it's incumbent on Jalen to relocate um behind the three point arc, it's incumbent on Julius to to move without the ball as well. And which is something that has been not always necessarily a strength of his. I, I think on the offensive end, I, I really I know he's not perfect. I know he's been turning the ball over more than we'd like. So pleased with Julius's evolution this year, truly, and that's the right word for it for me at least. Brendan Kohler, what's going on, man? It's great to hear from you. Weirdly emotional after that. No, it's not weird at all. I don't think it's weird. I'm same boat. RJ good but flawed. IQ showing starting point guard potential. JB MVP type night. Randall good all around. OG was great on defense. The MVP right now, there, there's an opening it, on the ballot. So again, the MVP, unlike every other award, the ballot is five names. Every other award, the ballot is is three names. Um, and the top four are not locked in because it's early, but like for all intents and purposes, they're locked in. It's 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 Jokic, it's Embiid, Jokic, <clears throat> SGA, and Giannis in in some order. After that, after that, are you telling me that like Jalen Brunson couldn't sneak ahead of Halliburton? You telling me that Jalen Brunson couldn't sneak ahead of Tatum? You're telling me that Jalen Brunson couldn't sneak ahead of Kawhi? Luca, it's gonna depend on the record because if, if the Mavs finish with like a, a record that's probably that's like right around where the Knicks finish, that's like He's everything for that team. He'd probably be for me. He's in the pole position for the fifth spot right now. Um, you know, I haven't even mentioned anyone on Phoenix. I haven't mentioned anyone on the Lakers because uh, those teams are obviously struggling. But like Brunson's in that. He's in that five to ten. Uh, you know, go. I mean, like a guy like Rudy Gobert, Anthony Edwards. Like those guys might get. If the Timberwolves finish first in the West, you don't think those guys are going to get a couple votes? 
Um, so it's competitive. I think there's kind of an opening in that fifth spot. Luca, oh, the other thing with Luca, and th- this should go for other guys too. Maybe even Embiid. The games played thing. The games played thing. I'd be shocked if that didn't knock at least one person out. You know, not Giannis because Giannis plays a lot and Jokic plays a lot and SGA plays a ton. Um, but like Halliburton's missed time and Bede's missed time. You know, you, you know, Durant's going to miss more time, e- even if the Suns do start to put it together. So, you know, I mentioned Luca. I, I forget how many games Luca's missed, but he's missed some games. Uh, so. he He's in the conversation. Absolutely. Will Oliver, shots of maple syrup tonight. Praying iHeart is okay. We should all pray that iHeart is okay. Because this team can't. Again, a game or two, fine. There's a part of me that would almost be happy if he was out for a game or two to just get him some rest. But more than that, it's, it's going to be tough. Thanks, Will. Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? Great to hear from you. Thank you, as always. Uh, they drove me absolute bananas with the early turnovers. Once they settled down and played their game, they showed what kind of force they could be when their roster is fully complete. I love this fucking team. They're, it's an easy team to like. And like, just think they're nine and two since this trade. And think of how many moments of, of worry and consternation to use my favorite word. Even you tonight, right now, Dom, you're like, they drove me bananas with the early turnovers. They're driving all of us crazy. They're nine and two since this trade. I'm. Pr- Do they have the best rating in the net rating in the league since January first? I'm gonna look it up unless Andrew beats me to it. But like, it is really, really hard to to have expected much better from them. Uh, second best net rating league, barely behind Cleveland, barely, because the Cavs have just been mopping up on everybody. Thanks, Tom. Barely is five points. I have it. La- I did by last 11 games. So then oh, maybe I did I- it since January 1st. Oh, that's interesting. So maybe the cat. Well, last 11 games, Cavs plus 14.7, Knicks plus 13.6. So since, since January, January 1st, Knicks 13.6, Cleveland 18.9. <laughs> How many games for Cleveland since January? Only eight. Yeah, it's three, three, three fewer games. So you're right there. Okay. So yeah, yeah three, fewer, three fewer games. That's notable in and of itself. Cavs have gotten some rest. What's that like? I don't know. And you know who's third over the last 11 games? I do. Yes. Benji's boys. Man, Benji is, he's going to get winded. He's going to get more winded than the Knicks starters uh, with the victory laps he's taken for the, his, the, the jazz, his, his Benji's jazz, Benji's beloved Utah jazz. Yes. His beloved Utah jazz to go along with his rock solid four and 38 Detroit Pistons. Wait, they're, they aren't they? They got a fourth win. What did yeah, I? Yeah, they beat the Wizards last week. Oh, that's right. They beat the Wizards. Yeah, I forgot. That's my bad. I forgot they beat the Wizards. Yeah, excuse. So. Yeah, four and thirty-eight. The Wizards. Um, and then yeah, good stuff. Uh, Dan Hidalgo, what's going on, Dan? As much as it sucked losing RJ and IQ, at least one, they're together. Two, they're in a city that loves them, and three. We're going to get to see what it looks like to build a young team around them after all. Well, Dan, it sounds like you were 
pretty big fan of these two guys and really would have liked to see them um, do that here. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that's a little bit of a faulty premise that to build a young team around them, like again, Scotty Barnes is the face of that franchise. He's going to continue to be the face of the franchise. He's a special player. Uh, they will be, they will have a chance to be very key cogs. You know, I, I what's cool about the opportunity that the Toronto Raptors have, and and this goes specifically for quickly. They could bring in. I feel like they have some optionality. Like so, so many teams. You're like, well, what kind of like we talk about with the Knicks? Like, what kind of star are they going to bring in? Like, how is the star going to fit? I feel like the Raptors could bring in so many different types of guys because the versatility you get with quickly, the versatility you get with Barnes, especially, and the fact that Barnes can help you win in a lot of ways when he doesn't have the ball and quickly could help you win in a lot of ways when he doesn't have the ball. So if you get a more traditional, just like, you know, more ball dominant guy and like, oh, how is he going to fit this and that? Like, I, I think they could fit a lot of different stars on their team. Now, I don't know where they're getting that guy from. Uh, especially since this is a crappy draft, they may not even have, keep their pick. But yeah, it'll be cool to see. And if 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 you get enjoyment from seeing that, I, more power to you. Thanks, Dan. Jew and on with another one. What am I missing with Scotty Barnes? Dude looks like a Robin at best. No motor and has zero. Repeat zero dog in him. Future face of the league. Am I wrong? No. Well, the face of the league thing was ridiculous. That's that's silly. Um, he did not have a good game. I do think he has a, spe- a, a really unique and special combination of skills on offense and defense. I absolutely think he's a Robin. If I've if I've said anything that implies that I think Scotty Barnes is going to be like the best player on a championship team. Uh, please for, uh, forgive me. I did not mean to imply that. But like, again, how many guys in the league are, can be the best player on a championship team? Like, it, you know, in recent years, like James Harden and Russell Westbrook have won the MVP of the league and they couldn't, they weren't capable of being the best player on a championship team. So, that's not a knock on Scotty. I absolutely think he needs to be the number two because he's never going to be that level of scorer to be the number one. But I think, is there a chance that I think he could be the best number two in the league? Absolutely. I think he's got that level of skill. He's still young. He's a fourth year player. Or, yeah, fourth, no, third year, excuse me, third year player. God, kid's still, he's, that's the other thing. He's really young. He's really young. Patrick Hederman. What's going on, Patrick? Evil Luigi is Waluigi, and Robert Randolph is definitely not in on the joke. That's all. Go Knicks. Andrew told me this as I was talking about it the other night. Uh, it's a bad job by me that I didn't realize that. Uh, Waluigi. I should have known that. Robert Randolph definitely being not in on the joke. I almost... I've, I've kind of given up on Twitter. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but I almost responded to a tweet of his earlier because somebody said something about like Clarkson to the Knicks um, for 
uh, Fournier and and Grimes, I think was I think, and then he but he said something like, "Olinick's in the deal too," and I was like, "That's that's not legal under the cap." But I'm like, "Why? Why am I getting involved with this? This is stupid." So I didn't. We love you, Robert. Dom with another one. Have you noticed more emotion from Jalen Brunson now than last season, not including playoffs? I wondered tonight as I watched him. Choose my words carefully here. Like, I refuse to believe that any of these guys aren't completely and totally aware of everything that is in the discourse, at least involving their team. I have to think Jalen knows Jalen Brunson knows how Knicks fans on social media at least were universally like even if they totally supported the trade, were universally like, oh my God, I can't believe we had to trade quickly. This sucks. I'm gonna miss him so much. So on and so forth, this and that. I was I wonder if there wasn't a little extra juice tonight with him because man what he did to the fucking Raptors down the stretch of that game well it was still relevant was cruel that was cruel and unusual punishment you could go to jail for lesser than what Jalen Brunson did to the Raptors tonight um and he was just it was having fun he was picking them apart like it was nothing and like it's going to sound like a knock on IQ. It's not a knock on IQ. Like that's not quickly. Like quickly can't do that. Um, Maybe he will be able to do that at some point, but that's not, that's not, that's just not the sort of player he is. And so I wonder if, if Brunson after kind of hearing, you know, and like, obviously he's beloved. Obviously Brunson is, is I I mean, he's probably my favorite Nick from like within the first month or two that he got here. But again, like there was a certain attachment that a lot of fans had to quickly. And I, I, if Brunson was cognizant of that, I wonder if tonight there wasn't a part of it where it was, it was like, listen, let me remind y'all, there are levels to this shit. And I'm at the top. Because he is. Thanks, Tom. 